0: G'day punters. Welcome to Victims of the Punt. We're talking Kembla Grange. It's going to be the new normal here in COVID era New South Wales. And of course, it's a pleasure to welcome Mark Sheen and Mark Roden to help me preview this race meeting. We'll do races two and then the quaddie leagues. But Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. Are you able to just run us over what you look for when you're doing a Kembla Grange meeting and what you might expect with a track pattern?
1: Um, well, Kembla can be affected by uh, wind uh, just in the area that is in a, an open sort of plain area, so uh, hopefully we won't get that tomorrow, but um, there can be a lot of wind bias there, so it does affect um, running detail. Um, but um, generally the track plays a little bit away from the inside if uh, if it is a little bit rain affected, but we'll just have to watch a couple of races tomorrow. I think it should be okay with the rail at three metres, I think.
0: All right, sounds good. Mark Brogan, is there any form factors that you look for when doing a, a car to Kembler?
2: Um No, I mean, it's a big spacious track. So um, I just noticed in this rail position at the last three meetings on dry, um, not many leaders won, um, runners on got their chance. But as Mark said, that, that can come down to wind and it looks like there won't be too much wind tomorrow. So not going in with any huge preconceptions at this stage.
0: Okay, well, let's start with race two which is at special request by one R Scurry. All-time legend is favourite, best available at the moment, $2.80. Big Parade is $3.20. Mamoragan, $5.50. Then you've got Zakat and Stolen Jade at $10 each. Broken Arrows at $12. Mark Sheen, do you have any thoughts here in race two to start the card? Well, I'm just filling in the numbers here after last week, after and just... uh, (laughs) It's
1: just... (laughs) Just ironed them right out last week, the bookies. Um, Look, I think it will get down to how much work Big Parade has to do early here. Um, I don't know if Barrier 1 is actually an ideal draw for him. He can be a little bit tardy, so he might have to be driven up to lead. Mamoraga's been gelded, and he was a fierce goer. So whether they've got him to settle, if these two go out hard, might just give all-time legend the perfect sit behind them in third spot. And I think he would need that to win, though. Um, I think he'll be better going to 1,200 metres. And I thought Broken Arrows was a rough chance um, at the price, considering the fact
0: that they'll go fast. So I've got two from seven myself. Okay. Mark Roden, what are you doing with his favourite
2: price-wise? Uh, no, I think he's too short, to be perfectly honest. He's a, bookie, a bit of a bookie's horse uh, throughout his career. He's, look, he's had he's had some bad luck in some of those runs, to be honest. But I thought, even though 1,100 is probably short of his best trip, he once he... <coughs> Jumped on speed last time. I thought he was more than entitled to win that. Uh, Chat's a nice horse that ran him down, but I thought he had every possible there. I'm not falling um, over myself to be on him tomorrow. Um, I'm sure that's not going to sway Rob. He's, he's in love with the horse. Maybe, uh, he's going to go down with the ship again, I think. Um, uh, big parade's a pretty quick horse. If he steps and can get uh, a length or two clear, I, I am worried that all-time legend's just going to have their perfect cold drop on him and get his chance. But I'd, I have to have a big parade um, ahead of him. He's got some great figures um, when things pan out well for him. Um, and he's a very fast horse, you know, at his best. So uh, if you think he does get that uh, scenario, I, I would have him favourite. So as he's not favourite, um, I think I'll have to be on him. Yeah. Um, don't know what to do with Mamaragan. I, I can't get it as short as the market. Um, I know it's been gelded and... Malchon probably set for a first up tilt here, but I think it's probably taking a bit too much percentage as well. Um, broken Arrows, if they if the, the speed is red hot, will certainly be getting home. Kembla should suit him. Stylen Jade won um, at the big meeting here in the spring too, so could run a race if it finds its best, but um, I'm with Big Parade. Okay. Very good. Well, let's head off
0: to the quaddie leagues. We'll start with uh, race seven and it's an open handicap over 1400 meters frosty rocks is favorite best available is $3.60 order again and oscar zulu $5.50 h guua is $6.50 true detective $7 and cepheus kefius i'm sure i'm butchering that mark Roden. you can possibly help <laughs> me out there $10 uh mark Sheen. do you have any thoughts here to start the quaddie
1: uh, yeah, I couldn't be on Frosty Rocks uh, at the price. Um, thought he got a very soft lead first up. Look, they did sprint home in good figures, but um, that was because they went so slow early. Yeah. <laughs> um, I couldn't really have him there second up uh, dry track a- at the price. Um, I think the fact that Oscar Zulu's had the month off and freshened up um, on some old figures, I would certainly have him in the mix, and I thought Gilroy was a a good run there first up over an unsuitable trip. So uh, that's the way I'm looking at it. I think if Oscar Zula parades, car, I'm definitely going to be on him um, from two and one. So nine to one, betting around
0: the favourite. Okay. Mark Roden, any thoughts here in race seven? Uh,
2: yeah, I tend to agree about Frosty Rocks. I, I don't have him favourite. I think he's far too short. Uh, there'll probably be, be a little competition for the lead as well as all those other factors that Mark mentioned with Man of Peace there. Um, who likes to race on speed as well. Um, I've ended up with Galwa on top, probably just about backable at around $6, dollars six fifty. Uh, from Oscar Zulu, the one Mark likes. They're, they're my two, mm-hmm. uh, two from nine. I've got Frosty Rocks third pick in my market, but I've got it around $7, so, you know, double its, double its market price, so not entertaining it. Um, and then Order Again, who I think should be suited by Kembla as well. Um, I thought it was a pretty even race. I, I was surprised there was such a pronounced favourite in Frosty Rocks, to be honest. Um not a race I'm looking to tear apart, but maybe Gowar and, Save Oscar Zula. Okay.
0: So that's the spring preview. Let's go to race eight, which is the up-and-coming stakes. Group three for the three-year-olds, over 1,300 metres. Tiger of Malay's favourite, $2.60 from Concocted at $7.00. Subterranean and Coast Watch at $9.00 each. Br- uh, Brigantine, $9.50. Construct and Revivalist at $10.00 each. So if you don't like Tiger of Malay, it's very congested otherwise. Mark Sheehan, do you like Tiger of Malay?
1: Yeah, well, look, I think he'd be hard to beat, but he's um, probably short enough, 260, but he does have the class. I know he's giving a lot of weight to his rivals here, but Pulele was able to do something similar last week. Um, I suppose that Brisbane form actually does look quite good now with um, Converge and those sort of horses, Port Louis. So, uh, look, I, I thought Coast Watch was a bit of value. Um, didn't have anything go his way first up, he was trapped in a very bad spot, got flushed out very early when he couldn't get in on the first turn and he was still there at the 200 so with a kind of run in transit um, I'm going to throw something on it around the 8.50 mark, but uh, definitely think Tiger of Malay is, is uh, the danger subterranean, I don't like it he was very fat first up gross type, so uh, last time in, so uh, I would think he would need a couple of runs to, to hit his peak.
0: Okay, that's a good point there, Mark
2: Roden. Your thoughts here in the up-and-coming? Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind backing Tiger of Malay. I think he's the best horse in the race, but I'd want a bigger price. I'd want $3-ish, I think. And by race eight, I'd want to uh, I'd want to be sure that Barrier 1 wasn't going to be a negative. Um, Mark touched on that in his preamble, that it can be a bit down the middle there sometimes. He's not going to be leading, but if he's going to be midfield fence, even with Jay McDonald's on, I'd want to know that that wasn't a, a complete no-go before I was backing him at a short price. Um, I, I think he's a clear top pick, but yeah, 260 is about right. Um, Watch was finally my second pick in the race, too. I um, thought it was a good effort after the wide trip last time, but I do have the on-deer for the rest of them in a bunch. Um, concocted's and improver, revivalist, had every chance last start, but did make improvement. Um, construct, I was quite taken with its win um, here at Kemble at a restricted meeting last time, but I don't like the jockey change at all, to be honest. Uh, then out to Brigantine, subterranean. Um, but Tiger of Malay, um, clearly on top. Not a bet at this stage, but uh, one to monitor.
0: Okay. Race nine is a benchmark 78, over 1,400 <laughs> metres for the fillies and mares. Stella Pauline is your favourite at $4.80 from Bring the Ransom and Steel Diamond at $5.50 each. Rock My Wand at $7, has to be good. $8, Glorious Dream, 9 and upwards there for the rest. Mark Sheen, any thoughts here?
1: Tricky race, can't see a lot of speed. Um, I think Stella Pauline will probably roll forward early. I think J-Max picked up the ride here with Tom Sherry, not riding because of the lockdown. Um, so I think that's a riding change, unless I've mucked that up. Um, look, I, I, not a race I'm overly fussed on. I thought Ron went okay the other day um, and will be better at 1,400 metres. She's got good form at that trip. And I thought Bring the Ransom was uh, probably a bridge too far uh, going to 1,800 last time out. Even 1,600 when she was run down was probably far enough for her. So I think coming back to 1,400 metres is certainly a big advantage in Bowman on, so seven from one for me. I think Stella Paulina would get all favours with the pace, but I've just got a slight query on her at the
0: trip. Yep. Uh, Mark Roden, the Bjorn Baker stable's been one that you've been not necessarily following, but pointing out that they've been running red hot. Is that still the case over the last few weeks?
2: Uh, just probably not as dynamite um, as they were a couple of weeks ago, but yep. still would not be scared of backing that stable at all. So obviously very uh, well run yard places that place their horses as well. And, um, Got results over the recent months. Yeah, I thought my original thought. I've, I've just had to check this myself. Mark's quite right, Joe McDonald has picked up the Rollins Stella Pauline. I thought it was too short. Originally, I didn't have a favourite. Uh, I'm going to have to reassess that with McDonald on because it is, uh, with no disrespect to T. Sherry, that is, that is a significant positive in my book, uh, him going on. And as Mark said as well, it does have a good map. Uh, the one I wanted to be on um, before rethinking this race, I think it'll still be a bet anyway, is number one, bring the ransom. Back from 1800, uh, back to 1400. Last time it ran at 1400, it was a pretty, uh, pretty dashing winner at a uh, midweek Tenzo meeting. Um, does tend to get back a bit, which may be an issue, but well, Hugh Bowman's riding it very well. Seems pretty hungry to set himself up for the uh, the carnival. Um, so we'll just leave it up to him. I think uh, the price is okay, 550. Uh, and I thought Rock My One was good last time too, and I had it second. Um, I, yeah, I originally had Stella Paul in third. I'm go- I'm going to have to. Just rejigged this market a bit. Whether it gets promoted now, I'm not sure. And, yeah, then we're out for the likes of Steel Diamond. So it's, you know, this is not the strongest um, Mare 78 I've ever seen. I think Bring the Ransom with the right run is good enough to win it. Okay, so that's the Phillies and Mare's
0: version. We'll head to the final race in the card, race 10, which is for the Colts and Geldings over the same trip, 1,400 metres. Pale King is favourite at $5 from Blondo, $6.50. Ashman and Rule the World at $8 each. Olympic Legend, 9 Stitzify at 10, Cordier at 11, just keeps drifting out from there for the rest of the market. Uh, Mark Sheen looks pretty open. Any thoughts here in the last?
1: Yeah, I think it's a hard race. I, I couldn't come at the 440 Pale King. Um, I backed it when it won at Kembler and absolutely fell in, and then I think it fell in in Melbourne as well. Look, it's won three out of its last four, but it doesn't strike me as our 1,400-metre-type tough race. Um I might be going back too far, but I thought rule the world. Um, Had some good old form and thought it was a good run first up. Uh, Very negative ride, went back to last. Don't think it'll be back there on Saturday. Has got Barry number one, so just have to assess if the fence is any good. But around the $8 mark, I thought it might be a play each way. Bowman stuck with it. He rode it first up and uh, sticks with it, so he must have been satisfied that it was a decent sort of run. And I thought Olympic legend could race handy and and was in the mix as well, but uh, pretty tough race, but I'm, I'm going to bet around the
2: favourite. Okay. Mark Roden, any thoughts here in the last? Uh, I think it's very hard. I think it's very, very open. <laughs> uh, I suggests that, and I concur with Mark. I, I haven't got Paul King anywhere near favourite, to be honest. Um, ugh, I'd, I'd only be betting small in this race. Um, I was on Catapult. It was pretty... Pretty well backed early last time but never got into the race when Hugh Bowman rode it you know, midway I think it was look he'd need to find his best, he had a couple of good wins last prep on dry tracks so I'm at 20 to 1 plus I'll go to the well once more but um, not for a huge stake I can assure you of that and the other one I thought was a bit of value is Charaterra who's honest always runs well on these sort of races um, doesn't win very often of course but he's in that similar price range he's sort of $19 everywhere. So uh, th- they'd be just specs and I, you know, they could run second, last and last. I wouldn't uh, be a little surprised if that yeah. happened in the of yeah. race. Um, I actually thought um, if leaders were running well, Ashman could uh, give a side again. I had rule the world actually second pick in my market, but $8 isn't a huge over that I've got it that open. Yep. Um, yeah. Wondo who, were, you know, got everything to suit last time, different set here. here, wouldn't take 650, but I suppose it's some sort of chance. And, yes, there's a host of others. But, um, yeah, the, for something to do, small specs on 9 and 12. Okay. That
0: brings us to the end. I'll get your best plays, whether they be best bets, best value bets, and uh, or best lays for that matter. Uh, Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself.
1: Um, yeah, my best came out, Mr. Moser. It's going to Melbourne, so um, I've had to look further afield. Um, I thought in race five, Bowery Breeze had a chance. Look, it is... Probably a bit better when it is on the wet, but it's um, a couple of runs uh, early in its prep last time in were fantastic runs after missing the start. I thought from Barry number one, um, it will get a decent run here. Looks to be a lot of speed in this race with Prince Invincible, so they should string out. So I thought she was a bit of value, and I thought Mayfair Spirit in race number six was a terrific run at sale last time out. was four wide all the way. First start in Australia and, again, represented a bit of value. So, a very tough day in my opinion, but
2: uh, I'm going to have something on those two. Okay. I just, just, oh, just it, Barry Brees has trialled okay since that win, too, didn't
1: it? Barry Breeze trialled at Warwick Farm the other morning. He yeah, ran second in a pretty strong heat. Yeah.
2: Okay. Very good. Mark Roden, any players at this stage? Um, well, look, I can't make all-time legend my lay of the day. Rob will never speak to me again. Um, so, <laughs> Just stay neutral on him for the time being. Um, I like in the Premier's Cup Prelude, small field, um, Criminal Code, who I think has been going really well. I backed it last time, which was a bit optimistic, because it did map poorly and it just never got into the race. But obviously, in a field of only six, won't be giving away um, anywhere near that much start. And with 52 kilos, um, I think is pretty nicely placed in this. Um, I think the favourite, Ziegfeld, is clearly the one to beat, although it is... Sort of a bit unknown at 2,000, but it'll be on pace with McDonald on and the one to get past. But um, I do give Criminal Code a good chance of turning it over with the wakeboard.
1: Do you think you'd get a soft lead there, Ziegfield? Do you think you'd go the front or Skymax?
2: Uh, no, yeah, I thought at 2,000, Ziegfield would probably lead and Skymax would probably take a trail. Yeah. All
0: right. Thank you very much to you both. Uh, we'll catch up next week and uh, we might. Even start reviewing some of these meetings in the coming week yeah. or two, so we're at, we're not too far away. Obviously, some of these good horses are returning, so it'd be great to get your thoughts and digest the weekend as it is. So we'll catch up next week on victims of the pump. Till then, guys, go well. Thank you, Pete. Thanks a lot, Pete. Thanks, mate.